for new details coming out of Colorado. That's after a man was arrested inside the state's Supreme Court building. So police say that the building now has, quote, significant and extensive damage after they say that he broke in and fired several shots inside. No one was hurt. Let's bring in CNN's Veronica Miracle, who joins us now with more on what happened. But also, Veronica, I mean, are policing anything about a, a potential motive here? Well, Rahel, Denver police are not revealing a motive just quite yet. However, they are saying they do not believe that this is associated with previous threats made against the Colorado Supreme Court justices. Uh, as you remember, back in mid-December, the Colorado Supreme Court voted to remove former President Donald Trump from the 2024 presidential ballot. And as a result, uh, they have been receiving threats. Police saying this morning they believe that this is not associated with that incident. Uh, now, this particular incident took place over Overnight. It happened about one at uh, just after one this morning. They say a man uh, fired one shot into the building from the outside, then was able to gain access and make his way inside where he uh, reportedly held an unarmed security guard at gunpoint, then was able to access other floors inside the building, firing multiple shots, uh, causing, as you said, extensive damage, though no one was injured. And then around three in the morning, police say the suspect called police himself and surrendered and was ultimately arrested. Uh, this building is going to be closed for at least today. Again, extensive damage throughout. Rahel? Okay, but no one was hurt. Uh, good update there. Veronica Miracle Live Force there. Veronica, thank you. Last month, the Colorado Supreme Court voted to disqualify Donald Trump from being on their primary ballot, but there is no reporting right now on whether or not this incident was related to that at all. Also today, lawyers for Donald Trump are expected to appeal the decisions in both Colorado and Maine to remove him from their primary ballots. With me now is the Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold. Thank you so much for being with us. As we said, we've got no reporting that the incident at the courthouse was in any way connected to the election business. Do you have any information or new reporting on what happened there? Well, thanks for having me on. And at this point, no, we are under the impression it is unrelated, but we're gonna, going to continue to keep an eye on it. And obviously it is of concern because just over the last few days, you've been saying that since the Colorado Supreme Court case, which is notable because you were not a party to that, you were not a party to that court case, but you received threats after that became a case. What happened exactly? I was actually a party to that case, um, but I wasn't the petitioner who brought okay. the case. Uh, I was actually one of the defendants as the chief election officer and the person who certifies who is on and off of the ballot. Um, but what happened is as soon as that case was filed, I started to receive uh, a lot of death threats. And when the Colorado Supreme Court acted in, in deciding that Donald Trump had disqualified himself because he engaged in insurrection, they received a bunch of death threats and so did I. Uh, so it's just a, a atmosphere of political violence that unfortunately is not new. It has been with us since the 2020 and 2021. Uh, being used to try to intimidate secretaries of state and election workers. But I won't be intimidated. We're going to still have great elections in the state of Colorado. What's the cause of this threat of violence, do you think? Who is to blame? I would say Donald Trump and Republicans in, in Congress and high-ranking Republicans across the nation who have not stood up to condemn the rhetoric of violence. 
you know, all the lies, all the disinformation are, are used as justification to suppress the vote across the nation. Uh, the lies have incited security breaches, including election officials breaching their own equipment, uh, and have really incited a, a wave of political threats to election workers. Uh, and the intended result is happening. A lot of election workers have said they will step down or have stepped down, including Colorado uh, seeing a turnover rate of one third of our elected county clerks, the people who run the elections at the county level since 2020. Uh, so Donald Trump uh, is, his rhetoric is dangerous. Uh, and of, of course, I, I would say there was not a mistake um, or, or he knew what he was doing when he posted on social media the biography of the main secretary of state that led to intimidation and threats against her. Um, you noted I incorrectly said you were not party to the case in Colorado. Obviously, you correct me on that, but it wasn't your decision to remove Donald Trump from the ballot in Colorado, and that's what's important. In Maine, it was a different situation where the Secretary of State did have that power. You praised her decision. Do you wish you had the power in Colorado to make that decision unilaterally? Colorado law is set up where the Secretary of State does have the authority to determine qualifications, including of presidential candidates. But there is an apparatus in Colorado law where voters can challenge any decision making. So this lawsuit in Colorado was actually brought before I had made any decisions as to whether Trump is on the ballot or off the ballot. It was brought by six Colorado voters who are Republicans and unaffiliated. Uh, and I, I think the Colorado Supreme Court got it right. Only two courts in this country have looked at the base question, did Donald Trump engage in insurrection? Both of the courts have said yes. Uh, and again, I believe the Colorado Supreme Court got it right because I don't think there should be a loophole in the Constitution for a president trying to engage in insurrection or a rebellion against the country. So what's going to happen in the next few days with Donald Trump's name being put on the Colorado primary ballot as we wait to see really when he files his appeal with the U.S. Supreme Court. What are you going to do the next few days? I certify the ballot on Friday. So that's the process of telling all the county clerks which candidates can be on the ballots that they will then go print. Now, the Colorado Supreme Court has said he is disqualified, but put basically a hold in their decision. So they said he is disqualified, but if an appeal is filed, he is presumed back on the ballot unless the U.S. Supreme Court takes some action. So as of today, Donald Trump is back on the ballot. The Colorado Republican Party filed an appeal last week. Uh, we hear it's being reported that Donald Trump is going to, going to file his appeal today. Uh, and until the Supreme Court refuses to review the case or take some type of action, he is back on the ballot in the state of Colorado. Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold, thank you so much for being with us today. Appreciate it.